This month marks exactly two years since we first started this podcast. And the next episode we're releasing will be our 50th. Not bad for two years. Hello, listeners. Welcome back for season three of Aid Evolved. For those of you that are joining us for the first time, this is a podcast that takes a look at new ways of delivering aid. How do we fight poverty or improve healthcare systems a little bit better, or at least a little differently than we've been doing it for the past 50 years? Maybe take advantage of some of the innovations and technologies that have taken over the world in the past 20. But we're not going to be stuffy about it. The way that we tell the story is by digging into the individual lives and personal stories of the innovators, the entrepreneurs, the activists, the idealists, the investors, the people that form the whole technology ecosystem. I'm your host, Rowena Luke, and I've spent my entire life in this space, building products, organizations, and ecosystems in digital health, or health tech, as some people call it. I've been a founder, a funder, and a maker, and I have first-hand experience deploying digital health programs in over 18 low- and middle-income countries. But this podcast is an independent effort. This podcast is my space to tell the real-life stories of the people and the personalities that are fighting to make change. In our first season, we spoke with a broad cross-section of people working, living, and breathing in the global digital health space. In season two, we dived into the work of founders and innovators working in Africa for Africa. Today, we're launching season three, where we take a peek into the intimidating world of donors and investors. I don't know about you, but historically, I've been terrified of these guys. And yes, it's usually men. I think of these guys, the ones that write the checks, as the secret puppet masters behind everything else that happens. The ones who decide go or no go for any given program. But what's it like to walk a mile in their shoes? What are the ties that bind them? How are their actions and decisions restricted? Be it by Congress or by a board of directors, by tax authorities, by personalities or public relations. And how does their vision of change fit into the particular kind of financing institutions that exist in the story of innovation? In the next couple of weeks, we'll be looking at a mix of public and private funders, including some of the big multilateral and bilateral institutions like USAID, Global Fund, and Gavi. But we're not going to do it in the normal, boring way. We'll be talking to people from within inside the major development finance institutions. And also looking over at the private sector. And what are some of the successes that impact investors or even venture capitalists have achieved, particularly in low-resource settings? We'll even speak to a few of the major family foundations. I think of these as the wild card, personality-driven actors that fill in some of the niches that the other funders don't dare touch. And through it all, you know we have to. We'll be asking these guys, what is it that makes an idea worth funding? What can innovators do to stand out from the crowd? If you'd like to catch all the episodes as they come out, don't forget to subscribe to the show in Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if there's a particular donor or investor you'd like to hear from, don't hesitate to send me a note at rowena at 8 Now, here we go.